So hello and welcome to the Oliver James podcast, bringing you conversations with industry leaders, everything you need to know about building connections and how to enhance and elevate your career. Today we welcome back OJ's Executive Director and Group Chief Commercial Officer of Brighter Consulting Consulting Group, Ben Moses and Brighter Consulting Group CEO, Dean Manning. So thank you both again for joining us. And today is the final Oliver James and Brighter Consulting Group podcast. So yeah, thank you for, for joining us today. Ben is still outside enjoying the sunshine. Enjoying the, uh, the 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 one day of sun that I can ever remember here in Manchester. Yeah, thanks, Steph. It's called summer. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, 2020 was obviously a very turbulent year uh, for many businesses with the impact of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, how is 2021 looking for all things Brighter Consulting Group and Oliver James? Shall I go first? So I think. You go, Dean. I think things have changed, you're right, uh, Steph, with the, the pandemic and what have you. So in terms of some of the the trends that I'm seeing from conversations I'm having is there's a, a lot of work in the, the regulatory space. So it's probably fair to say the FCA have been doing a lot of work as an example um, in looking at practices, controls um, and how companies are operating. So we've seen a you know, a record number of uh, 166 reports being issued to companies, um, which means you know, projects and programmes need to be formed around uh, financial crime, AML, all those types of things which require you know, specialist input, uh, specialist SMEs, etc. Um, that's a bit of my place to a bit of my background. So we've been having a lot of conversations in that particular space. There's still a lot of dialogue around um, data, the, the tool sets, the technologies um, and how data is handled. Obviously a really important topic and something that companies have to get right, particularly during the pandemic as well, uh, where more and more things are going online, things are becoming digitised, etc. So there's a lot of conversation around data. Um, but I'm certainly seeing an awful lot around the regulatory space, as I alluded to earlier. So I can see that becoming more of a a focus for us during 2021, um, which selfishly is a good thing because obviously it's something that I quite enjoy, to be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I quite like having those conversations because it's obviously a subject matter that I understand inside out. But there's definitely been an increase and a trend that there's going to be more coming down the tracks from a regulatory standpoint. So we're making sure we're, we can demonstrate our capability. We do a lot of regulatory programs at the moment. Uh, you know, we work with the regulators, skilled persons, uh, working with fintechs, etc. Um, I can see us doing more of that um, and taking a lot of the good work that we've done already um, to help those companies uh, get back on their feet um, or, or, you know, just address any any regulatory gaps that have been pinpointed. And in what sort of ways can um, you support companies um, in that particular area? So there's a multitude of it's it's a it's a big beast, uh, the regulatory world. So you know, there's things like remediation. So you know, we've stood up remediation teams uh, to deal with you know KYC, anything of that nature. So you know, some of those teams are quite vast, as you can imagine, because sometimes the the tool, uh, the book is quite vast that you have to kind of get through and remediate. There are things like uh, company health checks. So we do have a company health check service offering. So we can actually come in, um, and sometimes just that a different lens you know somebody else coming in from the outside having a look at a company top to bottom and giving some recommendations on where there's gaps uh, what you could do to to enhance your controls as an example and just a suite of recommendations really in terms of how you can tighten the tighten the business up so there's there's things like that um 
the section 166 work that I talked about before, that's quite far reaching because it could be a multitude um, of indiscretions that kind of just need to be tidied up. So, you know, I think that's where, like I said, our focal point will hopefully uh, start moving to. And that's the conversations that I'm, um, I'm having at the moment with a, a variety of different clients. And Ben, what about you? Are you seeing um, sort of similar things on the Oliver James side? Yeah, definitely. The regulatory pressures always exist, particularly in some of our, um, our more traditional marketplaces, such as insurance and banking. Dee mentions uh, challenger fintechs there. Um, the regulator does a very good job of keeping everybody in tip-top shape. And um, there's international regulatory pressure also we're seeing in, in the insurance sector. IFRS 17 um, is a huge driver for, for change. Uh, we're seeing um, lots of companies outside of insurance and in insurance and banking um, who are looking to embrace the new world, to become digital, to create new distribution channels, to create new platforms for customer engagement. Um, I think the CRM as a as a tool for businesses is is under a huge amount of investigation as to how they can maximise customer engagement, how they can um, reach out to uh, you know past customers or disillusioned customers. So you know the the digitalisation of uh, of businesses is happening at a, a pace that I've never seen before, um, and you you mix into that regulatory pressures environmental changes, working practices, um, having teams who are now working fully remote or partly remote, having people who are, um, you know, working with a manager that they've never met or see only um, fleetingly in the office in the future. Everything has changed. The whole world has been tipped upside down. There are some things that never go away, like the Bank of England, which is great, um, but lots of other things in the world have changed and change drives evolution and and that's where oj and brighter come in to to help you as a business evolve change and um and embrace this exciting new world yeah so would you say then that it's a case that if um a, a client or a companies have um you know these big things in the pipeline when should they be reaching out to uh, yourselves to have those sort of conversations um the second it comes into their mind or the second the regulation is is changed have a chat uh, as i've said before a number of times that you know new ideas external inputs bouncing ideas around is is never a bad thing i think you know if in life if you've got a big decision to make you tend to go and ask your family and close friends um we post it on social media in some cases uh, to get to get a wider range of uh, of ideas but we live in a world where ideas are very, very powerful, influence is very high. So businesses who try and deal with these things completely on their own with, with no other advice or guidance tend to have to bring these, these sort of conversations on further down the line than they perhaps need to. So the second you're thinking about changing or evolving or becoming digital or reacting to something that the regulator is asking you to do, um, or even preempting something that a regulator might ask you to do, um, come and have a chat, uh, an opinion. Uh, we're not going to charge you for an opinion. We're not going to charge you for a conversation. Um, and very often uh, we will 
come up with some good ideas that um that then we'd go and implement or uh, companies implement themselves but um the, the second something needs thinking about it it's great to get opinion it's great to get influence and that's what we're here for and i think on the regulatory viewpoint as well steph to ben's point is you know the, the earlier you engage with people who helped other businesses with this with similar scenarios the better because my experience tells me it's always doom and gloom when you know the regulator lands a few findings etc or audits something like that but experience also tells me there's quite a lot of quick wins you can do to address the vast majority of what you're going to see so a lot of this can be put to bed quite early so the earlier you engage with a consultancy such as brighter who got that expertise you know the case studies uh, the testimonials that we've done this type of thing before the better because your problem becomes much smaller than what you think it is. Um, so there's no point in letting that fester and becoming something big, bigger than it doesn't need to be. So that'd be my um, my viewpoint on the regulatory stuff, definitely. Yeah. And who are, who are the type of people um, within an organisation that you would speak to or that would be the people that would approach you? for those type of conversations to be honest it's quite it's quite far-reaching so you know normally you'd think it'd be you know ceos cios that type of thing not necessarily the case you know we've got we speak to procurement professionals uh people in the legal space sometimes in tandem um it doesn't it can come from a variety of different sources we also speak to you know, some of the, the change directors of various companies as well who perhaps seen something for the first time so they'll they'll garner some information that they can feed up the line so you know, it doesn't really matter where it comes from because it is it is quite varied uh, company to company. Um, I don't know about you, Ben, but there's no real trend in that regard, is there? It, it just it comes from various sources from what I see. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, departments we haven't mentioned there, but you could mention pretty much every department, you know, finance, risk, um, compliance, marketing are becoming uh, a, a very much more powerful uh, department within businesses in terms of how to engage with um with customers with clients um you know and optimizing those and having you know many more channels of um, of distribution and getting more feedback so um yeah every single challenge within the business tends to sit in different places you know from from business to business so we we keep our expertise quite tight but that doesn't necessarily mean that those um those areas of knowledge don't sit in exactly the same place in every business that that does vary and it leads to a, a variety of conversations with um with people right across uh every discipline yeah and you know you've both mentioned obviously we're in a we're in an ever-changing world and obviously things over the last year have have really sort of turned and 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 changed for in many different aspects and um, what is next on the agenda for oj and brighter more of the same um i think that you know we 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 pride ourselves in in, in not changing ourselves too much we 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 want to keep offering uh, of course new solutions and becoming dynamic and agile to to match our clients needs and our um the ever-changing landscape uh that, that we're we're faced with but you will always get from us a consistent level of service a consistent level of uh, delivery um and the the horizon for us is um is very bright oh nice am I to, yeah i'm allowed to say that um but yeah we you know more of the same um keep enriching our knowledge keep understanding how we can uh, help companies better evolve to uh problems that we face and, and help companies deal with them 
Um, we're not going to drastically change what we do because it works and we do it well. So, um, but we can help uh, help our customers, clients evolve their, their internal offerings. So yeah, more of the same from us, hopefully consistency and high level of, of service. Yeah, and I think the only other point to that step is obviously something Ben and I have been talking about is how do we expand that reach into into new territories, um, you know, into companies in, you know, in, in, in other geographies, if you like. So obviously um, there's more of a larger term, longer term roadmap, if you like, that we want to be able to, to extend that reach. But what we tried to do to begin with is make sure we become really, really, really good at what we do today. So we've done that. And the next step of that evolution for me is is how do we branch out even further? So obviously Ben and I have been kicking ideas about well all the time, to be honest with you. Um, so it's um, it's just finding the right the right time for us to um, to instigate those as well. Which um, so hopefully that will will be around the corner for us all as well. Yeah, amazing. Well, I think that brings us um, nicely to the end um, of this particular episode. Um, so as always, uh, Ben Dean, if there was one thing that you would give our listeners to take away from today's session, and um, particular around sort of you know the market trends and what's what's sort of looking at what what's coming up in the future, um, what would that be, uh, Ben? If I start with you for this one, yeah, um, I, I think it's something that we're looking at at OJ looking at brighter is that you know don't don't forget your your service level um and and you know don't forget what you do don't forget your customers um your clients and customers are the most important uh people to you in any business you know in uh, you know alongside your own internal employees you know engaging with your customer base is is so important that you do that well effectively and um create efficiencies don't neglect people that you've not spoken to for a while. Don't forget that small corner of your business that, uh, that that's no longer particularly fashionable. You know, make sure you engage with every corner and every population of your customer and client base with an equally um, effective level of service. Yeah, brilliant. And Dean, what about you? So I think based on this episode, Steph, I think it would be, uh, you know, I, a problem shared is a problem halved, right? So going back to the previous point, if there's something that comes up within an organisation um, that you know could become a bigger problem that requires some some support and some assistance, it costs nothing to have a conversation. So I guess I'd encourage people if they find themselves in that situation to kind of reach out to us via the channels we've explained um, previously. Um, it's nothing for us to jump on a call, um, have a conversation, draw on some experiences in the past. And like I say, there might be some quick wins in there that we can give people as well um, and then see where we can potentially help them more longer term where required. I think you'd be my takeaway. Okay, amazing. Well, that's it from us today. Um, thank you, obviously, Ben and Dean, for your time and also for recording uh, this whole series. If, you, if you're still with us, you've made it to the end. So uh, thank you. We've obviously done something right. <laughs> um, and thank you, obviously, to anyone who has joined us on this, uh, this journey. We hope you found it useful um, and interesting. Um, and if you've enjoyed this episode or the series, don't forget to subscribe. And if you head over to our LinkedIn page, you can stay up to date on all things Oliver James. See you on the next one.